Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In 2035, our dreams are no longer our own. They're infused with product placements and auditors who assess unpaid taxes on our private Reveries. Beleaguered tax fan James Preble, played by Kentucker Oddly, arrives at a rundown house in the countryside for a routine audit and encounters Bella Isidore, played by Penny Fuller, a lifelong dreamer who remains resolutely analog, circumventing the state's surveillance with VHS and homemade headgear. We're joined today by the co-directors as well as the co-writers of the film, Strawberry Mansion, and that would be Kentucker Oddly and Albert Bernie. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I, I love this film, and I truly do. And I'll tell you one of the big reasons why, and this is a, a big thing for me. I love movies that commit to the premise. I love that. Sometimes they don't always work, but when they do, I'm just so impressed. And I, I have to say, there had to be some moments of trepidation as to the path you chose, but I'm so glad you stayed on it. So I'll start with you, Albert, just in terms of, am I way off or is this something that uh, has crossed your mind at all? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, it, I always think about how you have to be like a little bit um, dumb maybe or, or, or stupid, or I don't know if that's the right word, but you you know, to make a movie is like a really hard and difficult thing. And especially a movie that calls for so many special effects and set pieces. And especially when you don't have much money, like you just kind of have to like blindly trust that it's going to work out. And I think we really, you know, we have each other to fall back on. We trust each other. And you, we had really great producers who knew we were going to, we knew what we were doing. Even like if we didn't know at that moment, we were going to figure it out. They gave us the time and space to figure it out. But, you know, people would read the script and say, oh, how are you going to make this for less than 15 or $20 million? And the answer was, we're just, we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna make it. And that's what we did. So. Well, can I say, and I'll ask you, Kentucker, in terms of your, uh, your role as a co-writer and co-director, how you, as Albert was describing it, or you, your mindset as you're going into this, where, what were your, where were your fears and expectations in all of this? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the, the, I like, I like that word commitment. And I think that, I think it all kind of revolves around that. Um, and, and, and I'll add one word, other word, which is um, just the sort of blind faith or one more phrase. And I, I think um, th this is a project that Albert cooked up initially, individually, uh, and then he sent to me a, a very early version of the script and I didn't quite know what to make, make of it. And over the years, I sort of uh, found my way into understanding some of it and then found my way to understanding a little bit more. But I never got to the point where I understood it all. And it was just sort of the, this resistance to making something I didn't completely understand. And then at some point there was a light that switched off and I was like, that's the point of this movie is that it doesn't have to make complete sense. And, and we can commit entirely to the film without having to uh, understand it completely. And I think that was my leap of faith. And I think it helped me as a person to like, to jump into something that I didn't have to, I didn't have to master it before I made it and I didn't I you don't have to master it even after ha having make made it um it's just something that exists in this mysterious place that um 
it's sort of like this magical process of making a movie and, and, and sharing this process with other people and trying to put meaning into it and allow it to be its own thing and live and breathe it its own life and it was a it was a very difficult process but very um satisfying in the end and uh it's it was something i i still don't quite fully understand how we made or what it all means but it's i'm glad it i'm glad it exists well i'm gonna just piggyback on something you said albert because the idea the lo-fi effects in the film are great i love it i you know i don't think it's so I think it would have thrown the film out of balance if you had had a $15 million budget and been able to produce the most amazing special effects ever. It's, this is part of the story. This is, this is the point to me, the point of the story is just let yourself go. When I go into a film, I really want that experience. I want to let myself go. And I feel like what you did here is, is part of that process. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, when we think about making these movies, we want to like entertain you into have you go into a movie theater or wherever you watch a movie and kind of be taken someplace new for, for 90 minutes. And yeah, I, I don't know for me personally, when I see so many like huge budget movies with, with all CG special effects, I it's, it's hard for me to enter into that. I think because my life doesn't have these, these things, these effects. And you know, if, if we make a caterpillar out of a pipe cleaner, like I, I, I know what a pipe cleaner is. I know what that feels like. I know what, you know, I, it's something, there's something tangible that I can, I think is conveyed from the, the screen to your brain. If someone said, Hey, here's 15 million for your next movie. Would I turn it down? I don't think so, but I would, maybe we would make that 15 million into 70 million, make it, make it seem even bigger or, or still somehow like maintain the, the tangible filmmaking process and trying to, um, not lose that, that, the soul, I think, of, of objects and of, of, of like the, the DIY space that is so dear to, to both of our hearts and, and how we grew up making movies and, you know, and just going to festivals and being a part of that world. There, there is something I'm going to editorialize very quickly here. There's something almost fascistic about having everything explained to you and beaten, <laughs> beaten into you by the time the, the experience is over. And I'm again, I'll say it again. I have no problem at all just going with it. It's the the idea of the river. (laughs) You know, you never put your foot into the same river twice. It's sort of, I like that idea. I like the fact that you don't, it's just the way it is. It's beautiful. Um, Kentucker, in terms of your commitment as uh, not only the co-director or co-writer, but also as the lead in the film, what challenges that did that present for you in terms of making this? Or were there? I honestly, I don't feel. I don't think about the acting very much. It almost just is sort of like uh, I, I just try to embody my own personality and some. You know, I, I I tweak certain things here and there for for certain roles or certain scenes or requirements that the the characters asked to do. But honestly, I just try to make it seem as realistic as possible. And then, um, uh, and and then the the fun is just populating the world with things that are unnatural or surreal. Yeah. And then the, that the juxtaposition of something that oh that this 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 guy seems kind of like he's not performing he's not really doing anything so you hopefully you, you trust that it's sort of like a real person and then 
but then there's these witches and you know um wolves out to get them and then he's on a desert island and it's like giant frogs there's giant frogs there's giant rats there's giants a lot of giant things in this so i only i only have a minute with you so i i feel like i really haven't gone into the story enough it's but i don't know that it's critically important they just need to under people need to understand that it is a fanciful wonderful it's about love it's about it's there's a little bit of a Harold and Maude kind of thing going on in the film. There's a little bit of Charlie Kaufman. There's a little bit of Pee Wee Herman. And and all of it adds up to something that you just feel better about yourself by the time you get to the end of the film. Um, very quickly before I, I got to go, I want to point out Grace Glowicki. She's terrific. I'm so glad. I mean, I, I hadn't seen her before and she's wonderful in the film. And I feel like I'm just rambling, but I, I no, have to. She, totally. Yeah. She's a, she's a brilliant filmmaker and uh, in her own right. And uh, we just wanted to work with her because of our, just, she's a, a brilliant creative mind and she's also a really great actress, but yeah, if you look, seek out her work. She's, she's one of a kind. I have the sense that there was a lot of collaboration throughout this process, including from her and from others in this, in this thing. Albert, is that a fair way to put it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you, the movie is so many people, all the actors, all of the technical, you know, special effects people, animators, you, Dan Deacon with the music. I mean, yes. Yes. Um, all of these things came together. And, you know, it, it always feels a little bit silly to be like the directors who are here at the answering the questions, because I feel like there should be, you know, 15 people on this call. Um, to speak for their specific roles. But uh, yeah, you know, it, that's for, for, I think for both of us, it's like the, the, that's the fun is you get, you build this little community of people, of friends, and you, you make this crew that, uh, you know, for, for some weeks and a month or so, you're really tight based and you're kind of moving together as one organism to make this thing, you know, to make this like abstract idea that hopefully will come together, you know, and yeah. Band of Gypsies. That's what you guys must have felt like. I have a feeling, again, it was a lot of, it looks like it was a lot of fun to make and it's a lot of fun to watch. The film is Strawberry Mansion. It's gotten great reviews. The reviews have been truly wonderful and and embracing of what you did here. And I want to thank both of our guests here today, the co-directors and co-writers, Ken Tucker Oddly, as well as Albert Burney. All the best. Come back anytime and look forward to more. I hope so. So thank you. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Michael. As well. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Oh,